Hey there, you are listening to KSKQ, 89.5 FM Ashland, Oregon, and 94.1 FM Medford, Oregon. KSKQ is your beloved community radio, and I'd like to, um, well, first of all, I'll tell you who I am. My name is Emily, and for the next hour, you're going to be listening to me and my co-hosts, Bobby and Jennifer, on this little show we like to call Dream Infringement. Um, did I say it was for the next hour? I think I did. Anyway, uh, now that the introductions are out of the way, I would like to extend a sincere uh, thank you to all of the beautiful contributors um, uh, that contributed to our pledge drive. It was amazing, folks. It was a fabulous pledge drive. So thank you so much for um, just being you and listening and donating and pledging, all of that good stuff. Well, here at Dream Infringement, we like to tell stories and play songs based on a weekly theme. And this week's theme is flashback. Uh, and the reason we're doing flashbacks is because a couple weeks ago, I had to get my ear pierced again. Um, like the main ear pierce hole on my left ear. <laughs> it closed up. And I thought, I am going to let a professional handle this. And I was thinking a lot about being a kid because I remember... Um, getting my ears pierced for the first time when I was seven years old. And so I was at the mall, um, and I, I did it. I got my ear pierced and I was just thinking about, um, all the times, uh, back when I was a kid. And another thing I like to do, uh, sometimes when I'm feeling sad is I like to play, um, summer music, like summer in the 90s music that I would listen to uh, as a kid, like just stuff that was on the radio. And so that got me thinking about a radio theme for this week. And so that's, that's what we have is the theme, <laughs> flashbacks. So let's dive right in to our first flashback. Uh, which is for me, and it's about a pool. <laughs> Get it? We're gonna dive in. All right. Anyway, uh, so my mom was taking me and my friend um, when we were like, I don't know, I was like eight or nine, and my friend was a couple years older than me. Um, and she was taking us to a friend's pool, like a friend of the family. They were grown-ups. They didn't have kids. So it was just my mom, me, and my friend. And we, we gathered all our things together. We were super excited. Neither of us had pools at our homes. So the prospect of like swimming in someone's pool was very exciting. We heard they had a, uh, a diving board. That was also very exciting. So we got our pool toys, we got our towels and our bags and our swimsuits and our clothes to change into afterward and our snacks. 
and we're driving all the way out to wherever this person's house was. It felt like it was a long drive, like in the country somewhere. And um, the guy that owned the house was like, I'm not going to be there. You just let yourselves in. It'll be fine. And it was fine. Like, it sounds shady now that I'm <laughs> I'm telling the story as an adult, but uh, it, it was fine. Um, but we got there and we walked into the backyard and we looked at the pool and the pool was just completely full of algae. It was very gross and rather disappointing. Um, but of course, my friend and I, that we didn't let that stop us. And we were just like begging my mom, like, please, please let us swim. And um, she was like, oh, I guess so. Go ahead. You can swim. Just make sure you rinse off really well afterward. And so the song that was really popular at the time um, was the song called How Bizarre by OMC. And there's a line in it where they say, every time I look around, it's in my face. And so we started singing that while we were in the pool because we were looking at the algae. And then that turned into us like flipping our wet hair in front of our faces and singing that line. Every time I look around, it's in my face. Ha ha ha. Um, and it just makes me feel really good to have that really awesome memory and, um, flashback, if you will. And, uh, yeah. And then we were done at the end of our day and we rinsed off really well. I don't believe that we had any negative side effects from the algae in the pool. <laughs> so it was a really, really great summer pool day. So the song I'm going to play is How Bizarre. or 12. We had moved from the house into apartments by then, so I didn't get to ride my bike that much. And that day, someone's mom had driven me and two friends to the school, which had a really large paved blacktop that had a little bit of an incline. It was around dusk, and it was hot, but cooling down. And I remember just pumping my legs, muscles aching, up the hill. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. As I pedaled and drove my foot down, your legs are machines, there is no pain. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. And then turning and coasting all the way down, the wind whistling, blowing back my hair, I felt like I was one with my bike, like I was a professional, like I could turn on a dime. And on a knockoff Sony cassette tape player, I was listening to Belinda Carlisle leave a light on, and I thought it sounded desperate and longing and romantic, like a heroine in a novel. And I remember trying to time it so the faster parts of the song came, 
when I was straining against the hill and it made me feel that rising climax of the song so that I too could feel the same musical elation. As I let my bike pick up speed and go faster and faster into the wind. Hello there, it's Bobby, your third favorite dream infringer. I am going to relate to you a very fantastic memory from my childhood. The memory hails from the block of time between ages six years old and nine years old. And it was in that time in the early to mid 90s that I had this experience that I can't remember specifically like just one moment uh, that defined uh, so much about what I love as an adult, as a 35 year old, but I can think of several moments and, and they were all very similar and it was in those moments that I always felt like I could hear this certain song in the back of my mind and that song uh, in the background of, of what was going on um, and that song is Kiss from a Rose by Seal and I remember hearing it uh, during this time in my childhood uh, the memory that I attach this to is uh, anytime it was raining and my parents needed to find a newspaper in order to see what the show times were at the movie theater. You all know what I'm talking about, all of you pre-internet people. Uh, if you're a millennial, if you're Gen X, if you're before that, uh, you'll remember a time when the internet just like was not offering the services that it offers now in 2023 and in the early to mid 90s the way that you find out what's playing at the movie theater for the new movie that's coming out that you can only see on the silver screen my friends the only way to find out those the time it was playing was to go and get a newspaper at the local uh, gas station or the five and dime or the corner store and I remember my dad running off and I always remember it raining. I don't know, maybe it, it was a memory that was just so vivid to me that I compare it to all other memories. But I remember my dad running off into the, you know, the gas station market and getting a newspaper, running back. I remember the beads of water on the windows and I remember being in the family car with all of my brother, my brother and my sisters and my mom and dad and them going through, going through like the movie times and, and, and looking at all the movies, which movie seems like a good movie that we could all watch together. It was very like impromptu and, and I think that's what added to the excitement. It's not something we were like setting out to do. Maybe we were planning on doing something most of the time that, that, that was like outside where we needed to have good weather and the rain just like made us have to make an adjustment and we were 
on a rainy day schedule and that's why we were going to the movies uh but but that song it had to have been like playing like crazy on the radio i mean it's a classic there's a reason it's a classic because everybody loves it and everybody loves seal i dare you to defy that anyways so here's the song kiss from a rose by seal and when you listen to it i want you just to imagine a kid with hopes and dreams and those hopes and dreams are just to get a large popcorn with extra yellow butter flavor and sit in front of the movie theater screen and watch whatever his mom and dad decide to watch enjoy My next flashback harkens back to a time uh, around the same time as the algae pool, um, a time before I had seasonal allergies. Oh my goodness, everyone, the seasonal allergy allergies are killing me this year. They are killing me. I am so congested, but that's not what this is about. So. Uh, back in the day when I was uh, a child, um, there was a thing called pop-up video, and it was fabulous. And I spent a lot of summers watching uh, watching pop-up video. What is pop-up video uh, that you may be asking? It was a music video segment on VH1 where they'd play the music video, and then little bubbles would pop up with little cute facts about the music, the song, the video, things that went on behind the scenes, pop culture references. It was great. So you got to like watch the video, music video, you got to listen to the music and then read awesome facts. It was like a bombardment of (laughs) wonderful information. It's kind of like now. I think that's what I've been trying to recreate when I'm like on my phone watching a show and I also have like a video game on the Nintendo Switch. I need a constant flow of information happening um, to take me back to the pop-up video days. Um, So this next song that I'm going to play is called Da Da Da. It's by a band called Trio. And I remember um, hearing it on the radio and being like, what is he saying? Uh, but pop-up video told me that he was speaking German and he's saying the thing in German that he's saying in English in the song, which is, I don't love you, you don't love me. <sighs> Thank you, pop-up video. Here's Trio with their hit, Da Da Da. <laughs> I was 13, and I was visiting my best friend in all the world, who lived in Antioch. I was from such a small town, only 3,000 people. My mom and I didn't have cable, 
and this was before the internet, so our town wasn't really the first to know about new things. But every time I visited my friend, I coveted and envied all her city things, all her city friends, and set about trying to emulate her in the amount of time that I had. And my friend was watching 90210 and declaring a crush on Brian Austin Green and explaining the plot to me. And she was playing Vanilla Ice and it sounded so cool. It was the coolest thing that I had ever heard. And when we got home and we settled in, we were at the house of some family friends and they had this awful, awful son who was my age and he would tease and pick on me and it wasn't the kind where people say, oh, that means he likes you. No. It was the kind where he absolutely did not like me. And he kept walking around saying, ice, ice, baby, ice, ice, baby, at random intervals. And it was very obnoxious and irritating. As I was walking towards the door to leave, he was still saying just that one phrase, ice, ice, baby. And I turned and looked him dead in the eye and said, too cold. And then turned back around and walked out the door. The look of shock on his face was so gratifying over the improbability that I knew something cool, that bookish, chronically uncool Jennifer had somehow gained this fantastic musical knowledge, and it knocked him down a peg or two, and it felt so good. Alright, stop. Collaborate and listen. I sit back with my brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly. Flow like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll close. Hello, it's your, uh, it's your two favorite married dream infringers, Emily and I, and we're not married to different people. We're married to each other. Heck yeah, we are. Yeah, and it's been fantastic. We just had an anniversary, right, Emily? We did. Uh, 14 years. Four fantastic years. 14 fantastic years felt like four oh so fast oh no i guess hey you psychologists out there i'm sure you're having a filled day am i right anyways let's get like let's get down to business analyze that yeah analyze this too so let's really let's get serious emily okay so getting back on track emily we have two children together correct Indeed we do. There you go, folks. It's been confirmed by the only other person that really can confirm it. She had our children. That makes it sound like we don't have kids because other people can confirm our very real children. <laughs> but yeah. you said that I'm the only one that can confirm it? Yeah, but they they weren't there like when the babies were like coming out of you so i guess in my mind it's really like you and me the nurse that was helping and then the doctor let's call him up right now (laughs) well just take my word for it 
because that's not something that I can do really to satisfy your insatiable need for proof. Also, can we just make a promise to the listeners that we'll never say babies coming out of you ever again after that time that I just said it? No more of that. Yeah, with the stipulation that we don't do a birth theme, which I'm not sure if Jennifer would really be that into. Maybe she will. Oh, no. What have I done? She's probably going to love that. She's going to love that. (laughs) Okay, so anyways, uh, we have two children Uh, They are five and nine years old, and in the last few years, since they've been able to kind of like play together and create together and kind of like collaborate, one of the greatest things that they have both created uh, together that really uh, involves like their both of their combined imaginations and strengths and interests uh, that is a game that they call Fufus. Yeah, it's it's even more than a game. It's like a whole elaborate imaginary world full of different species of these little creatures called Fufus. And to make a Fufu, you get your hand and you pinch it together like it's a little puppet. And then you move its mouth open Maybe we'll take a picture and put it on Instagram so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that would be a good idea. But essentially, yeah, it's just like little creatures that they make by forming their hands in different ways and fingers and all their digits. It's really uh, it's really simple. But again, like Emily said, the, the mythology behind all of it, like all of the foo-foo lore that they have come up with is so complex and so like multifaceted i would i would dare to say that it challenges the detailed mythology behind lord of the rings like it's it's like that like they could have like their own version of the sumerian which is if you are lord of the rings fans hobbit fans you'll know what i'm talking nerds. about nerds just kidding Nerd i am alert. too i am too <laughs> yeah yeah so anyways but uh yeah it's very complex and i i what i like to do when it comes to the fufu game is i like to just make a random hand like positioning with my fingers and i'm and i'll ask them is this what is this in the fufu world and they have a name for it and they're not just like making it up to like shine me on as their you know old dad like they really are they really do have like this very complex mythology and uh how do they play fufus emily um how do they play fufus they it's a lot of like high-pitched squeaky talking (laughs) and usually something crazy happens um there's like an overlord evil guy named what's his name gorblack gorblack um, there's the Emperor Fufu named Hottingness Pottingness. Um, he's like super rich and he hosts fancy parties, but they always go wrong. I mean, it's like so elaborate and so hilarious. I am I'm totally like like in cap like captivated by this world. And I'm not just saying I mean, maybe I am saying that because they're my kids, but I do think it is like they're on to something. 
Yeah, and yeah, so don't steal their ideas. <laughs> don't steal it. If if you do steal it, you can steal it for money, and we'll pay you so much. We could come up with so many other games to replace Wait. the foofoos. I feel like they should pay us money. How? Wait. Why are we paying money? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, strike that and reverse it. So, uh, anyways, the foofoo game. Yes, lots of squeaking. It mostly happens in the back seat of the car while I'm driving at very high speeds on the freeway. Uh, which is a little disconcerting at times because, yes, it's a frenzy of, like, squeaky, high-pitched noises and squeals. And, uh, yeah, it's... But I I have this very, very strong feeling that even though there are times when when our sons are playing their foo-foo game, even though there are times where I'm like, this is the last thing that I want to hear today because i'm so like sensory overload and they just have a really hard time playing foofoos in whisper mode which is what i have tried to get them to do but i don't think they're capable of it it's just too like fun for them and exciting uh, but i have a feeling that maybe there's going to be a time when they move on to something else and uh, or I don't know, like reach another level of maturity where they don't want to do foo-foos anymore. I don't know. And I'm going to miss that. And so uh, one of the things that uh, I think is going to be very helpful is the fact that we have created a foo-foo playlist. That is right, folks. It is on Spotify, and we're going to make it public, and anyone can listen to it if they want. Um, but this is a this is a foo-foo playlist of all of the songs that the boys love to listen to that either enhances their foo-foo game or it triggers a foo-foo game, <laughs> an impromptu foo-foo game. Uh, and so this the one of the songs, one of the many songs that we have on the Fufu playlist is Bang Bang by Dizzy Gillespie. But before we play it, how are we tying this into flashbacks? Are we just anticipating the future yes. flashbacks that we will have of the Fufu realm? Yes, yes. Thank it's you. a preemptive flashback. It is. It's like it's like a post flashback. I don't know. We're going. It's like. It's like the concept of going back to the future. That's kind of what we're doing, but with memories of our children. So, uh, yeah. So that's how I'm gonna tie it in. I don't know. You make it work. You're you're you use your imaginations. Tap into the same part of the brain that our children tap into when they created the fufu universe. I'm sorry. There's a word for that too. It's called the fufuniverse. So here is bang bang by Dizzy Gillespie. My next flashback is fast forwarding a little bit from my last one when I was still a kid. This one is uh, more of a early teen Emily. I think I was like 14 or 15 and I had just read an article in a teen magazine. I don't know if it was like Teen Vogue or one of those ones. I can't think of the other names for the teen magazines I had at the moment. Anyway, it was an article about like meditation 
and relaxing your mind. And I thought, this is incredible. This is wild. This is exactly what I need. And so they said, you can just sit down in your room and close your eyes and just like really focus on all the sounds around you. Um, and you can listen to music. And I remember it was, it was springtime. And I think I've always had just a little bit of seasonal affective disorder. And so I remember starting to feel like, okay, everything's going to be okay. Um, and listening to the song that I'm going to play for you, it's uh, Sound and Vision by The Sea and Cake. And every time I, every time spring comes around, I feel like, oh, I want to listen to this song. And I think I actually played this song for a springtime episode that we had way back when we first started our show. So here is the sea and cake with their song, Sound and Vision. Feel free to sit on your floor and close your eyes and let the song take you away. That brings us to the end of our show this week. Thank you for listening. Um, Keep listening for more wonderful shows on KSKQ. We've got world music up next. And um, I didn't realize that that song is actually originally done by David Bowie. So that's what we are listening to now is the original David Bowie song, Sound and Vision. He wrote it in... 1977 and I was just looking up some stuff about it. There are several covers of this song um, including the one that I played earlier by The Sea and Cake uh, but apparently Franz Ferdinand does a cover of it and the a lead singer said in an interview that um, Sound and Vision was his favorite song and he said You feel like the song is playing for eternity in some other universe. It's like you caught a snippet of something that will always be playing. And I just love that. That's how I feel about that song too. Alright everyone, have a good week. We will be here next Monday. Bye!